in my truck. <laughs> back back of a Buick Sonata. How <laughs> so? All right. So we, I, I want to get your guys' opinion on this. Uh, and Ryan and I have already briefly discussed it, but I have now had two people get relatively not offended, but like, I guess bummed is a good way to say it, when they they ask for my address to send a Christmas card, and I politely am like. You don't have to. It's just send me a photo of the car. Don't waste your time and your money and your effort to send me a Christmas card because I'm not going to do anything with it. I told a, an old college friend this, who said, "What? You, now you don't? You're saying you don't want our Christmas card?" I'm like, "Yeah, but no. It's just they're dumb." And then I love uh, Thrash and Nash and Robin Richards messaged me and she said, "Hey, what's your address? I want to send my holiday cards." I said, "Robin, please, you don't have to do that. Just." Just send me a photo of your Christmas card and I'll read it and we'll love it and we'll appreciate it. And she commented back, you're ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, because you are. Cause, cause there, there's certain things, Johnny. There's just yeah. certain things because trust me, when it comes to receiving them, I don't want a thousand cards either. But yeah. for some people, it's a very exciting. They, they want they want to like show it. It's like a term of endearment almost. Cause like, okay, cause, cause we're, you know, we're going to send you one because we got some nice pictures taken with the boy. He's wearing yeah. a nice sweater. Sure. He is a door. Oh. He is a door. He looks, he looks like a little man. No, I, I will accept it. I will accept yeah. it. It's, it's and, you know, and, and it's, it, it's just like, and it's one of those things. I don't, I don't expect you to keep it. I'm not, I'm not going to check up on you in six months to make sure you still have it displayed, but it's just, it's just mm-hmm. one of those like nice. Things. Well, no, I'm going to use it as a placemat for my my dick man that we got from my cock. Please do, please do, all over my sweet boy's face, please. What's your you <laughs> you said dick man, which we have to clarify is like a little plastic figure that you wind up and he uh, he masturbates and, and, and he jokes it. He jokes. Yes, but I'm when sorry, you said yeah. dick man, it made me think like that as a CD player that you still use. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, uh, it, 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 yeah. It's uh, it's not by Sony. It's by Sorny, the Sorny <laughs> Dick Man. Man, it's, yo, back in the day, I had a six Dick Man where you could just put six in at a time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Put that it's in the trunk. College. Hey, uh, I just got the new uh, Bose Dick Man. Yeah, Bose Dick Man. The, I, I, the I Dr. Dre's <laughs> Dick Man. Yeah, I, I uh, upgraded from my magnet box. <laughs> no, I'm excited to get the Ryan Neemiller, uh producer and Christmas card because I believe Ryan, you promised that you were dressed like a sailor. I believe in the, in the... correct, yes, but yeah. like the Donald Duck sailor, <laughs> no pants, mm-hmm. only vest and hat. <laughs> That's Ricky Piggins, yes. just like Donald Duck. Yeah. I yeah. I enjoy nothing getting in... a, a Christmas card. I like it. Yeah, well, I guess I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm just I, maybe I'm just too cynical with life. I'm like, you don't have to send me anything. Just send me a photo of it. I'll look at it. The thing is, though, Johnny, it's just easier to send the address. It takes two seconds as opposed to yeah. Ah, then you do explain wanna... why you're such a curmudgeon. That's a that's well, a Seinfeld yeah. episode. You're like George would be like, I don't I don't like or Jerry would be like, I don't like the cards. What am I gonna yeah. do with the cards? Like right, that's me. I'm 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 Jerry right now. I'm like, what? What? Why do you go to the post office? It's just a nice thing people like to do. Let them well, think they're being nice, even if you don't want them to be. Yeah, because uh, this this is the one time a year, Johnny, where I'm trying to do something nice for you. Or sorry, well, nice to you. And I don't feel comfortable with it, Ryan. I want to do I something know. nice on and in and around you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's. Uh, I, I will say, uh, if I think of something next year, I'm going to up the stakes. Because uh, I, I don't know if you know him, uh, Johnny, but I, I'm positive you do, Brett. Old uh, Johnny Beaner. Johnny Beans? I know Johnny Beaner, and that's yeah, Johnny Beaner. I know, I know Johnny his, Beaner. Yeah, his actual name, for the record. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that is uh, he's very white. It's an unfortunate name, but that is he's, his actual name. He's Ryan. He's friends with our friend Dyke Michaels. Yes, which is, <laughs> another. That's his my name. favorite name for <laughs> another sure. Another real name. Uh, yeah, Dyke oh, Michaels Dyke. sounds like a a creative character that just gets uh gets made on like NBA Two K. <laughs> hey, I mean, look, look to, at to my honest, name. Yeah, Dyke Michaels is the perfect name for a late night host as well. That is true. Late night with Dyke Michaels. Yeah. And now Dyke Michael. Uh, that was but, the original but, name of that candy was Dyke and Ike. <laughs> Dyke and Ike. <laughs> Dyke and Mike and Ike. <laughs> Dyke, that guy cut out. Uh, but Johnny Beaner, 
I don't know if he still does them, but uh, for years he would do uh, very humorous mm-hmm. uh, Christmas cards. Uh, so uh, I don't have any handy with me because uh, I don't keep the cards either, Johnny. But uh, uh, and I, I do keep the handies though. If you mm-hmm. want to send me one of those. Uh, so one year I remember uh, they had just had a baby, and uh, the card is him and his wife uh, holding their little pug. Mm-hmm. And then if you look uh, in what the up, background, pug? yeah, well, yeah, not holding that little pug. <laughs> he's he's a big boy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, so they're holding the dog like, very like like this nice in the photo. And then about ten feet behind them, you see the baby crying, <laughs> sitting on, on the, the ground. Floor. Yeah, yeah, on the floor by itself. Um, another one. Uh, I thought they actually had sent a, a just a nice one with him and his kids and his wife. They're all looking very nice, wearing sweaters uh, in front of the the fireplace. But then, if you look at the picture hanging on the fireplace, it's just a giant cock. <laughs> <laughs> so he would do things like that. So those those are Christmas cards I also can support. Also, follow I, Johnny Beaner. It's a B E E H N E R. He's a very funny comic as well. He's, he's on Great Letterman. Dude. I am. Um, yeah. I so I always wanted to do this Christmas card, and it's now too late because obviously I'm now a family man. But for many years, I wanted to send a Christmas card where it was just me holding a baby and smiling, and it says "Happy Holidays from Us," and I just don't explain to anyone who the baby is, and I just send the Christmas card. I had to find a baby. If any, you do have a baby, baby you could rent. Like you could, yeah. I you can rent now. Rent rent. now. I bought you, motherfucker. I I will say it's cheaper to buy my baby than it is to rent it (laughs) repeatedly, but we'll have to run that by uh, producer Ann first. Did you guys hear Uh, that? Yeah, basically, it goes. All right, so it's it's coming from my uh, the speakers on the ship. Now is uh, Ryan? I I gotta say, yes, that's me. I did not get a Christmas card from you in the last decade or whatever i've known you so i imagine this is a producer and uh move yes uh it, it is one of those things uh i i'm very much like you boys uh, on the surface here where i i don't feel that i i would not feel offended if my family didn't send me a christmas card or what because like i know my family loves me I, I know who my friends are i don't necessarily need a card mm-hmm. but since we have uh have small baby now uh, who is actually big baby? He's fucking huge. Uh, it, it, she she wanted to get like nice pictures taken, and she wanted to send them out to people because that's what you do when you have kids, mm-hmm. apparently. And also, so, that's probably like when you get pictures of a baby. That's not for the baby. That's for the parents. I think a lot of this is for the people. Yeah. So people? so a, a lot of people want to see the baby. Uh, babies are cute to some individuals. Kick the uh, baby. I, I I think we made a cute baby. Uh. I'm not, uh, I, I can go either way. I don't necessarily uh, uh, need to inflict him on people uh, unless they ask. If they, if you ask for a photo, I'm happy to send you a photo of the boy. He's a strapping lad. I like him. He's a, he's a good egg. Strapping. Yeah, yeah. but uh, 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 yeah, some people just like the cards, and it was an excuse to get dressed up. And, and like I said, it was the first time he was wearing, like, like human clothes, like, like actual, like, adult, like, like, like. Not just like a, a, a footy pajamas or a onesie where he was actually mm-hmm. wearing like like little little khakis and a little sweater. Oh. And, and he had his hair like all like he, he was very he was very dapper. I got to say, he... you, me and your baby have the same wardrobe, apparently. So <laughs> it's, it's mostly footy pajamas with onesies. And, and then then a couple times a year, you got to put on some khakis and a sweater. Yeah. Just every now and then, you got to put on them khakis and chucks for a night <laughs> yeah, out in town. You got to remind them who the fuck you are. Exactly. When you're, when you're out fucking shit up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, now, I I uh, I am Pastafarian. That's my religion. Yeah, yes. I uh, sure. go to the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster, which is a real right. church. Yep. yep. We celebrate uh, Ramadan is what we celebrate. Ramen. Ramadan, which is also a real very high in sodium, uh, very high in sodium uh, holiday, if I believe uh, correctly. Oh, so you're saying I should celebrate Postover? Is that that what you're saying? (laughs) That's not you you might want to switch it up a little bit. Yeah. Now, you you, uh, Johnny, you're in a unique situation because uh, your family, I believe, celebrate Ramadan, right? 
Sure. Not Ramadan. Ramadan. I'm gonna I gonna say it. I'm gonna I've said Ramadan for so Ramadan for so long that I am gonna say Ramadan and sound like a fucking idiot. Do they celebrate uh, Ramadan? Oh, they celebrate Ramalama Ding Dong. Is that what they're doing? Do they celebrate that, Johnny? Yeah, uh, we've got the Ramadan. We got the Eid Mubarak, which is uh, twice a year. The Eid is basically a celebration after Ramadan where um, it, you know, it's supposed to involve uh, a lot of like uh, hanging out, enjoying food, cooking together, having a good time. But then the whole premise of Ramadan is to uh, basically fast from uh, sunrise to sunset as a reminder of uh, people that are less fortunate. And also as a reminder to do good for other people, which, as mm-hmm. you know, uh, I'm not a fan of. You're, you uh, are no. not. You don't do much good. But no, it's, uh, it's a, yeah. So it's a it's a beautiful thing. So it's yeah, that's that's and I'm still learning, still learning about everything. But that's that's the the gist, if I could explain it in now, a simple it, fashion. Is the is the holiday card a concept that they would do? I mean, is that something they would they would participate in? No, I wouldn't because I'm too lazy to do it. And honestly, I don't think sh- I didn't ask you. I asked your family. No, no. Answer no. the question, Johnny. Mm-mm. No, they they never. I don't believe. I mean, obviously, they they know what holiday cards are, but I don't yeah. think we've never done one. And I don't think I really don't think we're gonna. It's it's uh, no, it's too much work. Just, just I'm just asking the Muslims to our have social holiday media. cards. I mean, actually, we don't really post the kids, so yeah, that's nah, not not gonna. I do wouldn't it. if I I wouldn't post my children mostly because I wouldn't think they'd be attractive. But right. well, 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 I'll tell you what, Brent. If you ever have kids, I'll post your kids. I'm gonna dox your kids. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna dox your kids so fast. He goes wouldn't to be prudent. He, he he goes to uh, George Washington Elementary. He's in the second grade. Here's a list of his fears. Yeah, he and, has and, lunch and, at noon. I'm gonna I'm gonna dox them as uh, Guy Fieri though. So I mean, <laughs> Dad is dropping some dox. <laughs> well, we just had Thanksgiving. Did anybody have uh, uh, any Thanksgiving news to report? Because I <laughs> mine was fairly uneventful, which is good. <laughs> oh, yeah. tell us about it. I love your uneventful stuff. What are you drink? That's a very dark juice you're drinking, Brent. Uh, this is uh, I I'm trying to get a uh, a bladder infection or whatever, so I'm drinking a bunch of dark liquids. Fair it's enough. water with uh, purple Kool-Aid in it. Wow. Not, oh, is that that purple not Kool-Aid. Stuff? Purple drink. Not Kool-Aid with a bunch of sugar. So it has the codeine. It's like the it's, uh, aspartame. Yeah, it, squirty. It, 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 it's like the squirty. Th- yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I use the squirties every now and then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're drinking the scissor. Scissor. It, it uh, you know, it's prob- that's probably bad for you, too. But it's, it gets me to drink 40 ounces of water at a time. Yeah, that's right. Drinking a 40. Chopped and screwed. Oh, 40. 40. Uh, Thanksgiving was uneventful. Went to producer wife's family, uh, ate the food. We uh, every year. Rent the runs. Yep. Got the runs. We uh, we do. (laughs) There's so many people in her family that we do a gift exchange, but we draw names. So you draw uh, names and then you get a gift for the person. So it's not like we, we don't have to buy 30 presents, you know? Yeah. I, I I will say, like, I, I know this is not the first time you've mentioned how large producer wife's family is. Mm-hmm. What I'm more impressed is that all of them seemingly get along well enough that everyone comes to big events. Because, like, mm-hmm. I, I'm not for my, my family I, on both sides, not as big as what you're describing. Mm-hmm. But I have large families like my mom was one of five. Pretty much everyone had kids. My dad was one of four. They all had kids. Everybody has kids from there. Like, but we don't all fucking see each other or hang out like that at this yeah. point. So it's like, I, it's more impressive that like there hasn't been some kind of disaster or, or just with that many people, some people got to hate each other just mm-hmm. by the law of averages. I yeah. know uh, you could feel it in the room. And this one was the one where it's like, <laughs> it's you. It, it's you. It they all hate me. you. Yeah. Uh, what I just can't tell how it is anymore. Yeah, I can't come in with my <laughs> liberal bullshit. Now, Brent, how many people were at this gathering? I was. Uh, this was the smaller one. So when I say thirty, that's an exaggeration, but uh, close to twenty, probably. Okay. How how many of these were there? <laughs> now these aren't the rent runs. That's the other side of the. Fa- that's the big side of the family. Oh, okay, got it. And I they say that respect a... respectfully. 
If they yeah. they listen, rent runs. But uh, yeah, that was the other side. We did Thanksgiving uh, for with them like a week before actual Thanksgiving, and All there's right. there's some tension. I think there's some. You just don't talk to those people, and if you do, it's hey, how are you? Let me slide by you. Cool. Yeah. That's it. Good. You know. Good to see you again once a year. <laughs> yep. Well, yeah. What do you so, have to eat? The standard. Mm. Uh, ham. I prefer ham than turkey. I'm not a we. I could never have turkey again and be fine with that. Okay. Ah, so, so that's that's a it's a hot take. That that well, is a hot take. Well, I'll I'll have another hot take for you. Uh, we were so we we were in Chicago uh from Wednesday through Sunday on a family trip, and then you know I hopped to hopped to New York and skipped on the ship. Uh, but. You know, we were we so we basically just walked around the city. I think I think we hit like twenty two thousand steps on Saturday around thirty degree Chicago. It was brutal. And then the youngest really wanted to go ice skating. So we said, you know what, we'll we'll figure it out. So there was a place for ice skating, but they only had nine PM to ten PM available. So the youngest and the oldest, you know, she went with him. And so we went and we were just, it was, I, I had hand warmers, like the little, like the things you fucking shake and they, yeah, those pa- pack things. But we, so we ate at like various restaurants all the way around. And the, just the topic of like, I guess Thanksgiving came up, which once again is nothing they really took part in before me. Mm-hmm. And so our Thanksgivings have always been a hodgepodge of like random things like we gas station up, water, like, mm-hmm. turmeric uh, casseroles, uh, meat sticks. Uh, so yeah we make stuff like uh like grape leaves and like you know stuff that they like and our (laughs) fruits are also funny we were talking about like thanksgiving food and she goes why is white people food so boring (laughs) on thanksgiving she's like like, turkey tastes like nothing i'm like i can't really argue with you on that one yeah that's why like the the move with turkey is as you put get a little on your fork and then you use it to help scoop mashed potatoes and gravy up on it. Of course. Mm-hmm. And then, and then wha-bow, the whole thing yeah. right in there. You I'm deep throw that shit. Big yeah. combiner. You, mm-hmm. you, you get it stuck in your esophagus. You shit yourself. Mm-hmm. Also, like, asleep. so much of that food is just regular food. Like mashed potatoes, corn, turkey, ham. That You could have that any given day. Yeah. But I don't know that I'm having stuffing. On yeah, 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 yeah. You know. Stuffing is uh, I don't I can't think of another time I've ever had stuffing other than or cranberry a, sauce, a, a Thanksgiving or Christmas dinner. So I imagine both your guys, when you think of stuffing, it's mostly a a bread based stuffing. Correct. Yeah, I did have a uh, White Castle stuffing thanks to our good friend Dyke Michaels, <laughs> who is a chef, and he made uh, uh, stuffing out of White Castle, and I I can't stop thinking about it. And that Wait was two years ago. Are you talking about stuffing out of White Castle burgers? Yes. Oh, that sounds fucking gross. It was great. Ooh. Yeah, live a little, Johnny. Dude, the only time in my life I've ever been to White Castle, the burgers looked gray, and I was so turned off by it. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's the appeal. It's two in the morning, Johnny. Do you expect a nice red, juicy burger? I oh. have had some White Castle where I, the next day, probably that restaurant most consistently, where I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. I don't right. feel good. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and, and uh, uh, I, I have famously told you. Her least favorite restaurant is Arby's. Mm-hmm. Uh, her Ooh. second least favorite uh, restaurant is White Castle. She's, okay. she's tried it. She tried it one time. Uh, this was not with me. Uh, she tried it one time uh, when she was there. It happened to be one of those White Castles where the first thing she saw was the several fly strips oh, hanging, yeah. hanging from the back. Uh, the woman who was cooking the food. Uh, she basically looked like she had just finished a Thanksgiving dinner because her pants uh-huh. were just unbuttoned. Okay, <laughs> to leave room for her uh, for all of that. I say let that fupa run wild. Now, That's what I, I mean, say. I, I mean, trust me, I, I'm all the fupa maniacs out there. I I get all that. you fupa maniacs <laughs> when the pants come down. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that that was her first experience. But to show you how much she actually hates Arby's. She has told me that she would try White Castle again. Okay. Maybe it was just a bad White Castle. Mm-hmm. She will no. never try Arby's. See, well, uh, here's the thing. I, I got I got to differ with, you know, producer Ann on Arby's. I I will still 
I'll go. Like occasionally, like the, the next time the three of us get together, yeah, you got to have an Arby's beef and cheddar fest. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. I am a hundred percent with producer Anna on White Castle because she has class and she knows that she is better than White Castle. Uh, Fuck White Castle. Yeah, but, but here's the thing: I'm not better than White Castle. <laughs> that, no, that, that that is something that uh usually um. Uh, Every time that uh, I'm home for an extended period of time, when Trent Sucks and I are hanging out, there's bound to be at least one White Castle night. It's two in the morning. We're playing video games, but we're not tired yet. We're still hungry. White <laughs> Castle's going to be open. We're going to get them sliders, and they're going to slide <laughs> right out my cold. Sliders <laughs> down into drives. And sliders then when the- sliders and dumps. <laughs> and then when the when the White Castle burgers slide out the colon, all the Koopa maniacs are gonna say, What you gonna do? I'm gonna shit myself. I will yeah, say, I say White Castle has the second best fries in and fast food. Wow. We discuss fries on this. This podcast just turns into if Jim Gaffigan had a podcast and said the C word, which was cunt. Yeah. I just, I just want people to know. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on a second. Hold on. You, you, there it is. Yeah, the 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 appeal. I rarely when I when I go to White Castle do I get White Castle burgers. I usually get the chicken. I like the chicken there, but I do I do like the chicken sliders. They're, those are pretty good. The oh the the appeal of White Castle is like you said, Ryan. It's it's nothing else is open, so it's yeah. like. Yeah, what, where else am I going to go? I yeah, got no yeah. place so, else to go. Guys, you don't always want to go, like, sit down. So I'm not going to sit down at a Denny's because mm-hmm. that'll be open. Uh, I know Steak and Shake is open, but they're since they make everything to order, the drive through takes forever. Yeah. And, like, we're already on, you know, borrowed time here. It's 2 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Hurry your shit up. We got yep. things to do. Uh, so, so, like, White Castle is just, like, and they closed all the rallies down. Yeah, there are no rallies. I don't know what's going on. You guys need to talk to the checkers people out there in I California. Because ra- rallies, uh, now, don't let producer Ann hear you say that. There's no checkers in California, remember. Really? Yep. She'll, mm-hmm. she'll, she'll come storming in here right now. She'll wake up the baby Oof. to let me know that, that that is wrong. I What's the place? Oh, Steak and Shake. One time I, I went to Steak and Shake uh, trying to eat something healthy and i got their chili and i was like oh this is diarrhea in a cup that's exactly what this looks like it's yeah not, it's like a sauce there's beans in it maybe but yeah. <laughs> a nice sauce sauce with the salami sandwich it's i want to dip it in the mustard like in the cartoons <laughs> ryan what'd you do for the old holiday uh we hosted here we, we had we oh had shit that's little, big uh, yeah, but but it, but but smaller. Like it's it's a small group. Relatively. Now did you speaking. make the maid come in and clean for three days straight so you don't look like animals? Mm. Um, last week she was here. Last week she did that, her. That shit's not staying clean. I need you to come in Wednesday yeah. fortnightly. Like, yeah, <laughs> get in it <laughs> every uh, fortnight. Every fort- no, we uh we so yeah we, we hosted uh so uh Anne's brother. Uh, the morning of came over and he and he made breakfast at our house for everybody. Uh, and then that night we uh, uh, Anne and her mom made all the uh, the rest of the stuff. I was on baby duty because mm. uh, mm-hmm. I I am, I am not a a known chef. I'm not I'm not a chefist. Yeah, we know that's not because uh, uh, there's very few uh, items on a Thanksgiving uh meal that you can microwave. Mm-hmm. Do you have a signature dish, Ryan? Uh, um, uh, uh, so I can make uh, spaghetti. <laughs> yep, spaghetti and hamburgers. I can, That's I can what make I'm good at. Spaghetti. Uh, I can. Yeah, basically anything I can make on a George Foreman. Yeah. Uh, but but I do I do not. I I know here in the coming years I'll have to learn how to make basic stuff for the boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the nice thing is if he's like most babies or or most children for a while. There'll be like three things he wants to eat, and that's all he's going to eat. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm pretty certain I could crush some dino nuggies. All right, I, mm-hmm. I got that. I feel like that, like you and him would just have the same diet, right? Like, yeah, I mean, it's kind of how it's going to work. Yeah, I'll be like, hell yeah, we can make dino nuggies, bro. Oh, you're not going to finish those? Are you sure you're not going to finish those? <laughs> Are you done with those? I think you're done uh-huh. with those, right? 
And I think as long as you make that gas station water fly in the air like a plane, the kid's yep. going to love it. Yep. Uh, oh, we well, we did try to uh, – uh, so, so he's over six months now, so we can start trying to give him, like, food in addition to this booby juice. And uh, we tr- we tried to get him uh, some uh, green bean puree tonight. By booby, hey, Ryan, by booby juice, you talking about that tit milk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It comes from the booby titty. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it is. The titty uh, jugs. Yeah, titty jugs, baby. That's my favorite magazine in high school is titty jugs. Titty jugs. Yeah, I mine, found one of those was, in the mine woods was once. Big uns. Big uns. <laughs> big uns. Big uns. Big uns. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he tried the, uh, the green bean puree. Uh, we, we don't know if he wasn't a fan of the taste or just the fact that it wasn't booby juice. He, he was very confused by the whole concept. Now, did yeah. you try to take some of that puree and put it on the booby titty and have him <laughs> lick it off? Uh, uh, well, I, we did put some on the booby titty, but after he went to bed. And okay. it was yours. We're eating good tonight. There was a hair in my pureed piece. <laughs> yeah, but... uh. So so he he gets the concept because like he at at this age they get really fascinated like watching you eat yeah so so he knows like I think he kind of gets what a fork and a spoon are as far as like oh that's what they're using to mm-hmm. do that so so he was ready like we we had some on the spoon and like the spoon was still like a white a ways away and he was like oh oh yeah shit yeah food and then he got there and he was like I don't care for this this is mm. <laughs> so yeah. but 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 so it, it's like it's a slow go because like. This is like the scary part of this that I didn't think of until about a month ago when we decided we we're going to start trying to do this. Uh, since we don't know what he may or may not be allergic to. Oh, yeah. You you have to do everything like one ingredient at a time. So right now he can like, oh, if you're going to try green beans, it's only green beans. Because mm-hmm. you want to be able to pinpoint if he does have a reaction to something, you can be like, oh, it was that <laughs> that caused it. But I, I think as a base for the study, everything he eats should be off of a booby titty. So you have the common denominator. Correct. Because Correct. he needs to get used to eating like the Niemeller family does. And that is like an otter off mm-hmm. of our own booby titties. Mm-hmm. You move the iPad off the gut. You bring in <laughs> yeah. dinosaur chicky nuggies. Uh, yeah, right there. And then you <laughs> set up the iPad. You stream it to the TV, <laughs> to the big screen. <laughs> I hey did. Guys, find- I apologize. Uh, my microphone has fallen over thrice times now. The boat is rocking so much. The phone just fell off the wall, and my microphone got knocked over. This oh, no. fucking vessel is causing me <laughs> issues. Oh, not the vessel. Go, go, go. You go out there, and I want you to go yell at Neptune. Oh, I, I'll tell you what. I was heated yesterday, so I wake up at uh, four thirty a.m. Chicago time, right? I uh, oh, that, that's ass- Central Standard. That's right. We haul ass to the airport. I fly to New York City, all right? I, I bust my ass to get on this ship. It's already, it's an hour drive from the airport to the, to the <laughs> port where the cruise terminal is. Forget about it. So mm-hmm. I get on the ship, and I knew this was going to be a different schedule. You know, last cruise, I had two shows in 12 days. It was, it was fucking heaven. Well, this is different because this is a ship run by Levity. So they have a comedy club on the ship, and this is a big-ass ship. 17 floors, 4,000 plus passengers. Oof. So I knew I was going to have more shows, but I get on board. They're like, okay, Johnny, you have two shows tonight. You have your seven o'clock family show, 40 to 45 minutes. I said, okay, 40. And then they said at 11 o'clock, <laughs> you have your adult 18 plus show, 40 to 45. I said, 40. I'm like, wait, I have two shows tonight where I'm on no sleep and I just got on the ship and it's already, oh, three o'clock. And my first shows in four hours, they're like, yeah. I was like, I wanted to go tell those krauts at the ship office that I was not going to. That's my that's my Lebowski reference to pop print. I've been watching Lebowski a lot. And uh, my favorite thing about it is uh, he he says to the dude, Jeff, uh, he goes, and dude, uh, Chinaman is not the preferred nomenclature. It's Asian American, please. And Mm -hmm. then two seconds later, he's like, I told that fucking kraut down at the office. (laughs) (laughs) He won't say one, but he'll say the other. I think yeah, it's funny. That was a line I've been wanting to use for a while, and I was like, this fits perfectly because I had to do both shows last night, and I was tired. Now, how yeah. many shows do you have left for the what, whatever the duration? Uh, nothing tonight, so I'm talking to you, Cooks. Mm-hmm. I got, uh, I got one us. family. That's you. Uh, you White Castle boofing bastards. Um, I got one show tomorrow, just a, the regular family show, so basically a repeat. Then... 
the next day, nothing. Then the family show again, one show. Then the next night they got us in the theater where me and the other comic each do 20, but it's got to be a different 20 than what we're doing in the comedy club. Then, fuck. Then like I, think I haven't, then there's a night off. Then the next night I have one, a family again and the adult two in the same night. And then I think, I think on the final night they said that the, they go, Oh, and um, we decided we're going to put you guys back in the theater uh, on the final night for one more adult show. And I talked to the other comic and I go, Hey, uh, I'm like, are you going to be doing different material the second night in the theater? He goes, I hope not. I'm like, good. Let's just band together and just say that we're pretty much going to do the same shit. Cause I don't have this much stuff. So how many know? shows is that? Uh, I, I haven't even counted. It's, it's, it's seven out of 10 nights. I'm Dude, doing shows, which, which is kind of cool. Cause like I actually, it motivates me to write some jokes and like try some stuff out and, I'm just doing a lot of crowd work on the adult jokes. It's fun. It's fun talking to people when you don't have to worry about editing yourself, you know, but mm-hmm. also on the family show, I end up doing a bunch of crowd work too, because your material is, just, it's like doing a corporate gig. You know, some of your material is just not going to land, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I I know all too well. Uh, I, I don't cause I'm a good comic. So I, oh, okay. Yeah. I have, I haven't um, bombed since aught eight. I'll tell you that much. Hot eight. Yeah. Uh, we got a couple comments from the patrons. I've heard of them. Yeah. So uh, based off of uh, last week's episode, uh, we got one here from Robin Richards saying, you cucks are determined to make me cancel my membership to this podcast. <laughs> you can't quit us, Robin. Robin. You can't Goddamn quit right. us. Send me Johnny's Christmas card. Yes. Yeah. Both those. Both these. <laughs> And then Mikey 3D says, Johnny, why is your Zoom handle wet ass pussy? Uh, well, because, you know, you dance. Yeah, for anyone who's just brought. listening, uh, uh, Johnny went through a little, he, he was in his dirty era last mm-hmm. week. Yeah. He kept changing his name to uh, to various dirt, dirt, dirty things like wet ass pussy. And, and it might I'm have been like cum goblin or something like that. Yeah, of course. Why not? All right. <laughs> why uh, not? Indeed. Brent sent us some shit. Although, Ryan, I thought your Facebook post that got a lot of heat was really interesting and worth talking about since this is a comedy podcast. Eh, it's not real. I mean, we don't really make anybody laugh that much. Now. That's true. Yeah. I mean, at least okay. at least a third of us don't. Yeah. All right. Well, then don't don't talk Let's about look it. Look at you, Johnny. Nah, nah. Now uh, tell uh, us uh, about uh, this dumb thing that you yeah, wrote. Yeah, yeah. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give the, uh, the, the short and curly version of it (laughs) (laughs) not quite what i meant although that is the sound my penis makes (laughs) when i'm really excited hey mo i'm erect (laughs) (laughs) Uh, my 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 penis gets excited mine goes yeah 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 he's the the guy from a carbon san diego I'm that one. My penis is the one guy from Rockapella. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Uh, so the, 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 here is the point that I, I try. I'll do the, the short version of it. Uh, so Matt Reif, I don't know him, but he is, uh, he's become very successful. He blew up uh, mostly like on TikTok and stuff like that with crowd work stuff. I uh, had a special release, I believe last week on, uh, on Netflix. But on top yeah. of that, he 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 released two specials previously on YouTube, and they both got like over ten million views. Like he was one of the comics, you know, his views kind of changed the game in a way of like uh, comics are just putting their shit out on YouTube now. But anyway, continue. Yeah, so uh, he released a special, and, and again, I don't know him. I I, I never am mad at anyone's success. He, he he's doing big theaters. He's not stealing work from me. I do not care what he's doing, but. Uh, he's he's taken the Eagles Lodge, and <laughs> and Kenosha, Wisconsin. That I was going to work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so basically, uh, the 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 one joke I know from the special, he he, he starts the special, out and, and I, I'm because I've not watched it myself. So the rest of the special might be brilliant. I don't know. It's it's irrelevant to my well, the point I was making. But he 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 made a joke that was basically a hacky street joke. Uh, it's the type of joke that literally, if you work the Eagles Lodge in Kenosha, Wisconsin, and someone after the show is like, I got a joke for you, 
yeah. this is the joke they're going to tell you. Uh, but essentially, he started the special with a version of, well, she wouldn't have a black eye if she knew how to cook. Yep. Which which is not only just a domestic violence joke, it's it's a hacky street joke. It's not his joke. He didn't write it. It's not original. And he put that to open his Netflix special. And a lot of people yep. got pissed about that. Um, and then he responded with, uh, if anyone's offended here, I, uh, click this link. And it was a link to like a special needs helmet. Ha ha. He's very clever and cute. Uh, the part that I was mad about, cause like I, I'm a big proponent when it comes to comedy, like what you like, don't like what you don't like. It's all subjective. It doesn't matter, but don't but, bitch about it. But, but what the problem was is there are some people who were calling him out and, and some comics, you know, myself included a little bit who were just like, Man, like, I don't care if he's successful and has a special, but motherfucker, he opened with a hacky domestic violent street joke. Like, that's not yeah. worthy of a, like, like he doesn't deserve, but then there's, there's so many comics who are basically dick writing who, who like, apparently in the comedy world, it has become, uh, apparently to some people, you're not allowed to ever critique another comic. And if you do, it's because you're jealous because they're more successful than you. Right. And it's like, oh, you're you're just jealous. And it's like, no, I'm not jealous. Like, he's not he's not stealing work from me. I don't care. But like, you should be able to tell someone, like, oh yeah, by the way, that sucked. I don't care that, if he's a good guy. I don't know. I don't know him. I don't know him personally. I don't care. He could be the greatest guy in the world. But that sucked. That 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 not even Johnny LaQuasta would put that on his special. Well, I was about to say, <laughs> fuck you. Uh, <laughs> But no, I I actually did watch it. I started watching it the other day, and then I, I kind of ran through the rest of it today. The second half of the special, in my opinion, as a comic, I like more because he's actually telling, like, personal stories and whatnot. But, like, I get it. Like, the, the first part of the special, he was trying to do more, like, global stuff, talking about chicks or whatever, because that's a big part of his audience. But, yeah, the the first joke did surprise me because it's just – and I I don't think anyone would have tried to cancel him, but after the punchline, he goes – just want to make sure you guys are fun. So we started off with domestic violence. Like if, if he – this is how dumb people are. If he did not use the words domestic violence, I don't think anyone would have tweeted about it. I don't think anyone would have gotten upset. None of that shit. But like the the people who get offended by everything, like it's it's weird. Like I've been watching the comments and people are like, oh, I've been waiting for the Matt Rife downfall. I'm like, you stupid idiot. There's no downfall. The The, the dude is doing theaters at 28 years old. He's rich beyond belief. He sold out a world tour. But I agree with Ryan. Like, would I ever start a Netflix special, the biggest special of my life, with a simple joke like that? Hell no. Like, you want to set the tone in a different way, in my opinion. But, hey, what the fuck do I know? Yeah, I'm yeah. Not... And, and, and the thing that they make me mad, it's comics defending. Like, oh, you can't. Everyone's making fun. He doesn't care. He's got this money. I don't give a shit. Like, just because you're a comic doesn't mean you're immune to criticism. It's, like, it's not like fucking – a like a fraternity or a soror like like the thing is people are mad people are mad because it's the premise of domestic violence but it's like no it's just you that that's a joke you you got an hour special that's a 45 second joke you don't need you don't need i'm i'm mad that he used a street joke that rent runs have been telling for 30 (laughs) years that's why i'm mad that's shitty comedy i'm not offended Everything can be joked about. I'm not offended because mm-hmm. he used a domestic violence joke. I'm offended because he used a bad, hacky, unoriginal, stolen domestic violence joke. I don't yeah. care. Like, you can joke about whatever you want. Like, I- I- I'm more just upset that instead of just trying to do good comedy, he decided to make half his special be about uh, making sure the you can't say anything anymore comics like him. That's like, what like, I like, yeah. Like, yeah, the last said, 10 minutes, 15 minutes of the special was it was him telling a story about trolls and stuff like that. And then his final line, he's like, uh, but what do I know? I, I'm only good at crowd work. And that's how the special ended, which, you know, more power to him, whatever. I will say it was still better than most Netflix special I've seen. not all, but like it's still better than some. But uh, yeah, it's just like I don't know. I just I people bitching about stand up comedy to me is I just don't get it. It's like, dude, get angry about something else. Fuck. Or yeah. uh, instead of bitch about it, go work on your set because yes. it's taking time away from you actually working and being better. But that that thing is like when he said, uh, make sure you just make sure you guys are cool. That's that thing. Like you said, Ryan, where somebody will say, you know, nowadays you can't say nothing anymore, which opens up the door for anybody to say any half 
shock joke, but also half shitty uh, hackneyed premise where that then you can like if you don't like it, then it's just because you don't because you, you don't want me to say nothing anymore. Yeah, you know? it, it, it's lazy comedy. And I'm saying this as somebody like I don't think I'm a fucking modern day philosopher with the jokes I'm telling. But like I, I at least try to craft clever stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that, that's what I'm attempting to do. You know, I'm not changing the world. I'm, just, I'm talking about how my sh- my son's poop is weird. Like, I'm not like you know breaking new ground here, but like I try to at least do clever stuff and write it in a way. And and, and like you're saying, Brett, this this like the way people just be like, oh, you can't say anything anymore, right? Unless you're cool, you're gonna. And it's just an excuse to be like, well, then I called her a cunt. Like that becomes the punchline. Like mm-hmm. it's it just it's stuff like that. Instead of like, they don't have to write a joke anymore because now they're just, I'm saying edgy things. It's, it's, yeah. I think it's bad comedy and I'm not mad that he's successful. I don't know. He could be the nicest dude in the world if I meet him. I don't know. He's fine. Like, I, I, guess I, heard, he's, I heard he's a good dude. I've only been around him once, but no, I mean, no, yeah, personal. I heard he's a cool dude. A lot of people like him. And, but the, to me, the more, the bigger issue is like, yeah, look, that's his decision. If he wants to put that joke in there, I, I'm sure he put it in there for a reason, but like, the the whole uh, he was trending like world uh, trending worldwide on like Twitter because of this shit. I'm like, dude, people just want to get mad about like I, like I'm with you, Ryan, like just not a good joke. But the, he was trending on Twitter because people were offended by his make believe joke. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, people should oh. be offended by the unoriginal joke. Not that's get yeah, whatever, man. Like, like, like that. that <clears throat> But but so basically when Johnny was saying some people were kind of against it's just other comics who are you know who I like I'm friends with but they're kind of just dick riding a little bit and they they think you have to blindly defend every other comic always and I'm like no you don't I now don't let, care let's maybe, say, maybe I'm in, maybe I'm in a good position where I, if I badmouth Matt Reif I'm not going to lose work but like still fucking shut up he's not gonna, you're not going to get to open for him just shut your mouth. Also, if I I badmouth him, he's where I want to be. So what the fuck do I know? But yep. you know, I I'll take the Netflix special too. But let's say, for the sake of argument, guys, he has a domestic violence joke, but it's new, it's groundbreaking, it's innovate, it's innovative. Is then then do you have a problem with it being a domestic violence joke? Of course not. I I personally don't. Mm. But my my view is always though, if other people do have a problem with it. That's okay as well, mm-hmm. because you're allowed to be offended by whatever you want. It's not my place to be. I, I, I am not the chancellor of offense that mm-hmm. gets to decide what people can and can't be offended by. I don't know your life. I don't know what you yeah. went through. I can't tell you, know? you how to feel. So. Yeah, but but yeah, like, like that's not my place to tell you that. But it's also kind of what Johnny was saying a little bit. It becomes the audience member's. Like you, 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 you could. I, I think you could even complain about. You can go on Twitter and complain about it, but like, ultimately, at the end of the day, just go listen to a different comedian. Mm-hmm. You, you, you can openly say, "Yeah, that was offensive and that sucks." I think he's a shitty comic. That's your opinion. Great, I don't care. But, but if but it's like, a great they joke, go watch something else. <laughs> you know, like yeah, but if but if it's a great joke, the great joke should stay. I'll be honest. I I pussied out of my my physical therapy special. I had a a joke about. Um, matching with a, a trans woman on Tinder. And I'm glad I left it out because since then I've made the joke way better and it's doing great now and I still haven't filmed it. But like I, 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 I taped it that night, got an applause break. People loved it. And in post, I told my director, I said, I, I think I'm going to take that that joke out. And she's like, why? I'm like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just worried that it's, it's going to be a trigger word for people, trans, whatever. They're going to get upset. And she's like, Johnny, I am gay. And I am, uh, I'm also, uh, she's not American. She's like, I'm married to a woman. She's like, I'm telling you, I'm kind of in this community. No one's going to get upset. And I said, I still am. This is 2018. I'm like, I'm still afraid. I took this, I took the joke out just because I'm like, I don't know. It's my first special. I don't, you know, I don't want to just take the chance. And in hindsight, I'm glad because now I, I have it and I've made it better, but I was still like afraid of yeah, the, now, the now it's a lot more anti uh, <laughs> which is which is works with my persona, which works with my goatee. Mm-hmm. That's right. So there's that. Um you know yeah. it's funny, we have a great introduction. 
by Kermit Paddock for us today, but I'm thinking, Kermit, don't worry. We will use it. If we don't get to it today, I haven't found the right moment for it yet, my friend, but we will save that intro. Oh, my God, there goes the mic. Brent, go. <laughs> the ship is tossing. Uh, coming up this week, I'm in uh, Columbus, Ohio, putting up for uh, Matt Reif, and then uh, Friday, I'm opening <laughs> for Matt Reif. No. Who, who changed the game with his groundbreaking and not at all unoriginal special. I just I st- I was the only one standing up and clapping. Grant, I was in my own living room, but I clapped for that man. Yeah, I uh, also stand during the national anthem uh, at football games when I'm watching on TV. And I kneel for the Crocs when I put my Crocs <laughs> on. I got to kneel to put them on. Uh, I'll be in Akron, Ohio, at the funny stop because Polly Shore not funny. I book him in two weeks. <laughs> uh, uh, I'll get or, uh, December uh, 22 and 23, and then I'll be at Frankfurt, Kentucky at a brand new comedy club, uh, December 28th through the 31st. That's New Year's Eve. And then Des Moines, Iowa, Cedar Rapids, Iowa coming up in January, Cincinnati, uh, January 20th as well. So all that shit, Harrisburg, PA, Niles, Michigan, all that shit. I'll, I'll post the dates. Oh, and yeah. they're coming to get you. We just did Thanksgiving. We're doing 30 Days of Night. We're going to do Jack Frost. So we're doing two episodes that we already covered here on. Uh, uh, you you heard it first on the cafeteria. But they're going to be good uh, that time. So Fantastic. Hey, Brensky. Yes. Uh, how do you choose the, the films for we're coming to get you? We take get some you. from our uh, our patrons. Uh, but then also like for the winter, we're doing Black Christmas. We're doing some like holiday themed stuff for uh for October we did more like Halloween themed stuff. We did Ernest Scared Stupid. Oh uh, so a classic. Yeah. And then I I'm uh petitioning to do a remakes season. We do ten episodes and then we do a recap and then we take a little break. But I want to do a season of all remake movies. I just random because I thought of a really bad horror movie I once saw with Clint Howard. Did you ever, have you ever seen Ice Cream Man? I haven't. Oh, <laughs> strongly recommended yeah. along with the mangler big fan of the mangler the mangler. i haven't seen that one either yeah oh with uh, uh ted levine i believe from uh uh silence of the lambs is it which which one is he is that uh is a big fat person so i believe he was buffalo bill yeah, yeah, yeah okay yeah we we did uh silence of the lambs over there and i would say that's probably the the best well-made movie we're ever going to talk about is in the the horror genre is The Silence of the Lambs. Hell yeah. The funny thing is when I said, hey, Brent, go ahead, I didn't know you were going to go right into your plugs. I said just – I meant like talk about – but I guess we're at that time anyway. So fuck Yeah, it. We're, we're, I'm, about, I'm about tired of USOBs. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Time limit draw. Broadway. My turn. Plug your shit or I'll stretch you. Oh, God. Stretch your shit. <laughs> I'll get the shit out of your ass and I'll stretch it. <laughs> Uh, CrippleThreat.com, CrippleThreat and all the stuff. Uh, my special Unarmed and Dangerous <clears throat> on Amazon Prime and Tubi. I don't know if you guys know this. It did win an award. Oh. Uh, December 3rd, uh, the uh, Media Access Awards will air at 9 p.m. Pacific mm-hmm. on KCOW. Uh, it's going to be on PBS, and it will also be streaming on the PBS app. Uh, I did a set uh, for the Media Access Awards. It's an award show that is... Uh, based on honoring individuals with disabilities in entertainment. Uh, my set was very good. I'm very proud of it. I looked dapper. I wore a vest. Please check that out. Uh, <laughs> I that muffled, muffled. Yeah. Over there. I saw uh, uh, the set, Ryan, they sent it to me and okay. I will say so brave. <laughs> so brave. The, I think, the whole I evening think the- I watched everything, everybody that walked up on this. I said, so brave. So brave, uh, the fact that you wore a vest with nothing underneath Millie Vanilli style. Yeah. So brave. Like an erotic uh, I, uh, car dealer he was. It, 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 <clears throat> it was so brave. Uh, I'll go ahead and uh, spoil uh, the first joke I told. Uh, I went up there and I was like, uh, what do you tell a woman with two black eyes? <laughs> nothing. You already told her twice. Oh, so I'm brave. better than Matt Reif. So brave. So brave. Uh, uh, January 18th and 20th at Zany's in <laughs> Rosemont, <laughs> Illinois. Uh, then uh, February 9th, I'm in Peru, Indiana. The 10th, I am in Bowling Green, Kentucky. The 11th is just added. I love going here. Uh, my buddy Daniel Cullen, who is also a talented uh, magician, owns a cool uh, restaurant. I think you went down with me once, Brent, to Aces. I think so. It's a, I love yeah. that place. Yeah. In Washington, Indiana. 
I'll be doing that again on February 11th. Uh, in March, I'm going to be in South Dakota. I'm also going to St. Uh, Charles, Missouri, uh, later the year, Port, uh, Port Indiana, Tulsa, Oklahoma, working on getting new dates all set up uh, for 2024. Go check all that out, suckers. That's right. Uh, Quasto.com. I, I just updated the uh, the old website. I think it's looking pretty good. Um, please go to YouTube.com slash Johnny LaQuasto. Watch Saudi Stepdad. Send it to a few friends. Click the thumbs up. Click a couple of comments, whatever that thing is. Just do it. Um, as far as shows, uh, I'm on the ship for the next uh, till December 6th. And then uh, gonna enjoy everybody the get the on the ship. Go ahead. When you hear this, mm-hmm. just go ahead and, uh, and skydive into the ship so you can listen yes. to Johnny tell jokes. Please join me. Who's Uh, who's the comic with you, by the way? A guy named Kenny Mock. I've never met him before. Uh, His credit was he just won the World Series of Comedy in Vegas. So, you know, I've heard of that thing. He's a good man and thorough. He's, (laughs) by the way, (laughs) if you want to triple down on Lebowski references, uh, Jeff from Philly sent me a text and he goes, I'll suck your cock for a thousand dollars. Brent, but then he goes, Brent can watch, but he has to pay a (laughs) hundred. Oh, that's our Miss Lebowski. We certainly are fond of her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, other than that, I don't believe I have any shows uh, lined up. But boy, oh, boy, I sure would love to do some stand-up comedy on land in 2024. That is the goal. Uh, Ryan and I still might be planning a thing, waiting for him to talk to his big wig agents to see if he could do it, and then we can make the announcement. <clears throat> So, uh, we, we got to say thank you. Tennessee. <laughs> this is so, <laughs> uh, we got to thank the patrons. I'm trying to find where the hell I'll is. do it. You bitch. All right. Fine. Piece of shit. Our sons of gun <clears throat> patrons. We got Mikey 3d. Uh, by the way, you can go to patreon.com slash cafeteria pod for those five bucks a month to get a bonus episode. Oh, I found it. Oh, but go ahead. Risk inverse, Lil Jesse, the ginger beard man, Sarah, Katsina, Nina, 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 Misty Young, Kermit Paddock, and Kermit, we will use your next week. We'll try to use your thank you for sending in those those intros. We will try to do them next week. Kermit, we appreciate you being a good man and thorough. And thorough. Christina Downey, Stephen T. Rumble Trumble, old Paul Reigns, Jeff. From Philly, Casey Venema, <laughs> Craig Monroe, Nicole, Josh Hughes, TC Libby, Prafro, Todd, Curtis, Jacob Schwartz, Amanda, Matthew Malin, Jason, the Mondo Magpie, Nicholson, Mike, the Mad River Madman. <laughs> That always gets me every time. <laughs> Bronwyn Devonshire, the lady, Tom <laughs> Springsteen, aka the boss. Bart Krasafi, JR, and Throbin. Robin Richards. My belly's full. <laughs> Triple gulp for y'all, maybe. Oh, by the way, the Saudi Septad officially got accepted into a second uh, film festival, so that's exciting. And uh, we'll see uh, what happens with more. And as always. Hmm. I just want to yell Fupa Maniacs one more time. Do it, man. What you gonna do when the pants fall down at White Castle, brother, and all the Fupa Maniacs around you?